welcome to the Fast Messy Action Podcast with me, Camille Plews. I'm here to help business owners to have more freedom in all areas of their business, to have location independence and more family time. Here you'll find a blend of energetics, strategy and mindset with lots of stories and tips and tricks to help you grow your dream business while having lots of fun and actually getting stuff done, no matter what your commitments are outside of this business or how crazy your family life is. This is all about taking fast, messy, purpose-driven action to build your dream business and life. Hello and welcome to today's episode, which is the eight reasons why people aren't converting through your sales process. And I know how frustrating this can be when you see other people making tons of sales online and you're not gaining clients. So I wanted to share these eight reasons with you so that it can help you to move away from feeling annoyed and frustrated so that you then start to gain clients and you can feel happy and purposeful doing what it was that you were put on this planet to do. So first of all, Let's just talk about the elephant in the room, the whole sales stigma, the icky car salesman type of vision that we get in our head when we talk about sales. But it doesn't have to be this way. You don't even have to call it sales if you don't want to, if it makes you feel like, oh, I'm avoiding this because the word sales makes me feel cringy, like I'm a sleazy salesperson. This is not what this is about. This is about service. This is an exchange of energy. This is all it is because money is energy too. Your service is energy. All we are doing here is exchanging energies. There is no ickiness at all about sales. But I know that a lot of people feel this way and prefer to call it something else. So if you would rather call it service, then by all means, call it service. Don't even use the word sales if you don't want to. But if you do, and you are okay with the word sales, then we're okay. You can use the word sales. And one of the things I caught myself saying and thinking in the early struggle days of my business is thinking and saying things like this, and you may relate to this, things like, oh, I'm just not good at sales. They're such a natural, this person who I was looking up to. They're such a natural. They're so much better than me. And why would somebody come to me when there's somebody like them that they can go to instead? A little bit of imposter syndrome kicking in here, and you may feel like this as well. And this is something that I used to think, and I used to tell myself too. So don't feel alone if you are thinking things like this to yourself. But you need to ask yourself, is it really true? Is it really true? Or is it just something that you are telling yourself to keep yourself safe in this little box? Because if it is, of course you need to push through. Now sales, it is a bit of a learned skill. It is something that you're going to learn and you are going to get better at along the way. So if you've never been involved in sales before in any of your previous jobs or careers or anything at all, if you've never been involved in sales, it will be something that will need to be learned, but it will get easier over time. So when I caught myself saying, I'm not good at sales, I just can't do this, other people are better than me and all of this... I had to really ask myself, is this true? Why do I keep telling myself this? And it was just because of imposter syndrome. I'd look at other people in my industry, people who are probably put on a bit too high of a pedestal, looked up to them and thought, they're way better than me. I could never do that. And they had this whole comparisonitis situation going on, as well as imposter syndrome and various other things. All of it was mindset. 
It was all to do with mindset. But was it true? No. The reason why it wasn't true is because I was really great at selling holidays in one of my previous jobs in the travel industry. And I was also really great at filling jobs when I worked in recruitment. And I won awards in both industries for selling. So is it true that I was really bad at selling? No, it was just that this was a bit different to what I was used to. So then I had to take a step back and think, why was I really good at selling holidays at TUI? What made me top seller and what made me win awards for that in the region? So basically people would come into the holiday shop or they'd phone up. Most of the time they'd come in. And let's take, for example, a family of four comes in, they sit down in front of me and they give me a rough description of what they want for their holiday. So somewhere like Spain or surrounding area, near a beach, for example, somewhere with kids entertainment, not too far from the town so they didn't have to get in a taxi or get public transport, somewhere with a nice sandy beach and lots for the kids to do. That kind of thing. That's just a pure example of most of the people I used to help. And they'd always want really good flight times because they had a family and local airport, that kind of thing. So this is exactly what I did. I would go on a search and I would find them as near to the perfect holiday as possible. I'd give them a couple of options and say, well, this one has got this, this and this compared to this one, which has this, this and this. This one's from a local airport. It's flying out of Newcastle. The flight times are really good. No night flights involved. And I'd basically match it back to what it is that they wanted and sell them the holiday and say, should we get it booked before it goes? And they'd say, yes. And it was done. And this isn't so different. All we are doing here is we are finding out people's needs, what it is that they are wanting. We are matching their needs and wants and offering a service. That is all. That is all. But I think a lot of the time when you attach the word sales to it, this is when it can seem a bit icky. So if this is making you feel this way, then maybe just remove the word sales and call it something else if you want to. But if you are okay with the word sales, then we're all good. So now that we're over the ickiness and the mindset stuff, of the sale itself, let's get into the eight reasons why people aren't converting through your sales process. Now, your sales process may differ slightly to other people's because we are all different and the way that we like to do things are different as well. But generally, what you would have is a buy now option. So a sales page with a button that says buy now, or you may have an option where you are getting people onto a sales call. So you may not even have a sales page. You are just offering people to jump on a call with you for you to then discuss your services and then send them a payment link. As simple as that. Or a bit further down the line, you may decide not to do sales calls anymore and you may decide to have conversations with people in the DMs and convert them in the DMs. But as a general rule of thumb, for something that's slightly lower ticket, like say $4,000 or under, then of course you can have a button on your sales page and get people to come and join straight away. If it's higher ticket, you tend to find that people would want a conversation with you first about the offer. So anything around four, $5,000 or over, then it would generally mean a DM conversation or a sales call for people to talk with you about your offer for them to come into your world. So these first steps, let's dive in. The first thing is, and this may seem really obvious, are you actually talking about your offer and selling it? It may seem so, so obvious, but most people don't do this. Or they'll say things like, ah, I mentioned it once in stories and nobody joined. Once isn't enough. It's nowhere near enough. 
The online world is so busy nowadays. People need to hear you talking about your offer at least 20 times for them to make the decision to come and join. So talking about it once in stories or on your grid is never, ever going to be enough. You have to keep talking about your offer. If you are wondering why I've not gained clients, why is nobody coming to me? And if you can look back on your last seven days and think, oh, actually, I haven't even really spoken about my offer. I haven't even name dropped it. I haven't even told anybody about it. So no wonder nobody's coming and joining me. And here's the thing as well. Even if you do keep talking about it, people are so busy nowadays. People are so distracted. You have to just keep talking about it over and over until you are blue in the face for people to then get the message. So just keep talking about your offer. That first point may seem really obvious, but most people don't do this. So the first thing, you need to talk about your offer. Number two, are you attracting in the right people into your DM conversations or into your masterclass, if that's how you're selling your offer or your challenge or however it is that you are selling it? Is it the right people that are coming through? Is there a disconnect somewhere with your messaging? Maybe you're thinking, oh, wow, I've got 100 leads, but then no one's converting. Why is no one converting? Are they even right for your offer? Are they the right people coming into your world? And one of the things that I do often with my clients inside of Client Attraction Sales Accelerator is look at their messaging. Look into the types of messaging they are putting out into the world to then analyze, are they going to be attracting the right people in with that messaging? If it's too fluffy, if it's too general, then chances are you are going to be attracting a lot of people into your world that maybe aren't even a right fit for your offer. Another thing to look at as well is the stage in the journey. If you are selling something that's really quite advanced or far on in someone's journey, and somebody feels like they are nowhere even there yet, it's like streets ahead of where they are, then they won't join. Or you could flip this the other way. If you have an offer that's really early on and really basic, and somebody's thinking, well, actually, I've already done that. I want something more advanced. Then again, this is why it's a really good idea to build out your offers at different parts of the client's journey. But just be aware of the type of messaging you are putting out there at the different levels and stages of your client's journey to whether or not you're attracting the right people in and analyze your content frequently to make sure that you are bringing the right people in. Now let's move on to point number three, which is very much related to point number two, which is to do with the messaging, but it's the way that you communicate your offer. Is it very clear who the offer's for, who it's not for, what the actual journey is going to be, what their life is going to look like in the program? Is it clear? Or are you saying things like, yeah, you get six coaching calls, there's a monthly Q&A, there's all of this stuff that's included. But what does that even mean? None of the stuff means anything. You need to be able to paint a picture of what it's going to look like for them in the program, what it's going to look like during the journey and what they are going to get out of it, what they are going to learn, how their life is going to look like after each stage of the journey within your offer. So are you clearly communicating it in a way that makes people understand this. And what I do in my offers is I'll have breakdowns of the modules 
and the different phases too. So if you've got a big program, such as my six-month mentorship program, Client Attraction Sales Accelerator, if you've got something like this, then there may be phases of the journey that your clients would go through. So I've got a four-phase framework that I take my clients through inside of the CASA program. And this is my CASA framework. So the C stands for clarity because you need to have absolute clarity on not only your business foundations and how you want your life to look because you need to build your business around the way you want your life to look. Clarity around your dream client, your messaging, clarity around the types of offers that you want to create and how you want them to look. Clarity around your messaging and how you can articulate it in a way that makes people come into your world, that makes you become a magnet for the right people and to repel others. So clarity is the very, very first phase. Then after the clarity phase comes the attract phase because then you can really start attracting people into your world once you've gone through phase one and you are completely clear. So the attract phase also helps with the messaging and the content for all parts of the buyer journey, including buyer psychology and all sorts of things to help my clients attract in their people who are right for their offer. The attract phase also helps with launching and the various different launch types that I guide my clients through because one way of launching may be right for someone, but not right for someone else. So I do give a variety of ways that work amazingly well. But first of all, we need to ask ourselves what feels right for us and trust in our intuition. Then I guide my clients through the best ways that they can launch based on them and what feels right for them. So after the attract phase comes the sales phase. Everything to do with selling. Again, there's a lot of psychology that's involved in this, but I take my clients through how to sell in the DMs, how to sell on sales calls, the different types of sales call types, how to get people onto a sales call, all of that kind of thing. And then once they are clear on the sales phase and they've done it themselves and they've gained the first few clients, many within a few weeks, then we get onto the accelerate phase. Then we are looking at things like what's working, what isn't, what feels good and what doesn't, what types of offers you want to bring into your product suite and how you can really scale this thing using Facebook ads. And I teach my clients exactly how to use ads and the right ad strategies that are working really well right now. And I'm always testing out different ways to bring down the cost of sales and the cost of leads. And only the other day, I was talking with one of my clients about her cost per lead after we had a discussion about targeting audiences, that kind of thing, and she was able to bring down her cost per lead from over $5 to under a dollar. And all of the testing that I do and all of the information that I gather, I pass it on to my clients so that they can test these things too and bring their cost per lead down so that they're able to gain clients at a much, much lower cost per lead and cost per sale. So that, in a nutshell, is my four-phase framework for Client Attraction Sales Accelerator, which is my six-month mentorship program. So if you have a big program like this, do you articulate your message in this way, where you are breaking it down into phases and letting people know what they are going to get out of each phase? Like, what leap is each phase going to take them to next? How are they going to feel after it? What is their life going to look like after it? So when people have gone through my full six-month mentorship program and they have implemented each and every one of these four phases, 
This will then mean that they've got freedom. They've got leads and sales on autopilot and they have the freedom to live life in the way that they want to. So are you articulating your message in this way? That was point number three. Point number four, how confident are you in your ability as a coach on your delivery of your program? This is something that really holds a lot of people back. Now, there's a bit of a double-edged sword because you can get caught up in the learning, learning, learning and trying to be a much better coach. But at the same time, just remember, you only need to be a few steps ahead of the person you are helping with your offer. You don't need to know everything about everything in your industry. You only need to be a few steps ahead. So don't get caught up in the learning phase. If you are feeling like, ah, I'm not confident in my ability as a coach, why is that? Ask yourself. And also look at other people in your industry. There are a ton of people out there who are way less experienced than you doing this just because they've got confidence in themselves and they are pushing themselves to be able to get the dream life that they are wanting to have. They are pushing themselves out there and doing it regardless. Confidence is a huge thing that holds so many people back. So I want you to sit back and ask yourself this. If this is holding you back in getting sales for your offer, is it because of confidence? So either confidence in your ability to deliver the results with your clients or confidence around your offer. Maybe your offer isn't clear enough yet. Maybe you're not too sure on the client journey. So does this need to have a bit more clarity to enable you to sell it better? So ask yourself these questions. Are you confident in your ability as a coach? Are you confident around your offer? That was point number four. Point number five, what makes you and your offer stand out from other people in your industry who are selling a similar thing? Now, I want you to really think about this and it may take a while, write it down, get a pen and paper, and it may take a while to build confidence around this as well. And this is exactly how I felt because I am a funnels and ads expert. I am, and I can hand on heart say that now, but it took a while for me to say that because I needed the proof. And we always do this, don't we? We always look for validation outside of this to prove that we are what we say we are. And I'm no different to that. And it did take me a while to actually stand up and say, hey, I am an expert in this field and I specifically help coaches to grow and scale their business using simple funnels and ads. And the reason why I am such an expert is because I keep expanding on my knowledge within this space. I am constantly in funnels and ads masterminds so I can keep up to date with the latest things that are working in the funnels and ads space and I can pass all of this amazing information on to my clients. I can test things out myself, see what works, see what doesn't and pass all the knowledge on to my clients in real time so they can do this too. And one of my favorite ways to bring in leads and sales into my world is through mini offers. You may have seen some of my mini offers online. I love mini offers and my conversion rate for mini offers is like no other in this industry at all. My conversion rate is so high and it's roughly one in five. So it's one in five people who hit my sales page and these are a cold audience. These are people who don't know me. So I'll be targeting people all across the world who don't know me through my ads and one in five will buy 
my mini offers and continue through my sales process and my funnel. That is unheard of in this industry and this is because I am constantly keeping myself educated, updating things, testing things, testing ads, all sorts of things that I'm constantly testing and then I can pass on all of the relevant and up-to-date information to my clients so that they can get these amazing results for themselves and have leads and sales on autopilot so they can travel the world, visit family, go do whatever they want to do and the leads and the sales still come in. This is what we are here for. So point number five, what makes you stand out? Write it down write it down. What makes you different from other people who are in your industry? Now, there are lots of other coaches out there, business coaches who teach how to grow an online business, mostly using social media and all of that. But there are no other business mentors out there who teach what I teach, who do it in a way that I do it. Teaching very simple automations with simple funnels and ad strategies that work to bring in leads and sales on autopilot so that you can have freedom and fun with family as well as serving many, many clients at once. No one else does it like this. So that is what makes me stand out and my program stand out in this busy online space. So I want you to really think about what it is that makes you stand out amongst the sea of competitors in your space. The next reason why people may not be converting through your sales process is, are you talking about people who you've helped? Are you sharing things like case studies and how you've helped somebody else to come through this same journey as well? Because when your audience can see other people who you've helped, who've had a similar problem to them, you've helped them to go through this whole process and now this is what their life looks like. That will demonstrate to them and it'll show them, hey, I can do this as well. If this person, you, has helped all of these other people to do this, then I can do it too. And it makes people believe that they can and they can. This is the thing. But you need to share things like testimonials, case studies, share details of people who you've worked with, how you've helped them to get through to the other side, what the transformation is, what their life looks like now to demonstrate that you can help them as well. Oftentimes, this tends to be the biggest missing piece, which means that your audience won't get the message as well. So if you can start sharing case studies and people that you've worked with and how you've helped them, it will help your audience to see that they can live life this way too. My point number seven is, are they seeing this as a priority? Are you making them see it as a priority? Something that is urgent enough for them to get fixed right now? Do they understand that, you know what? Instead of spending all this time binge watching Netflix every evening, I could be learning this program instead. Or instead of spending $1,500 on a new iPhone, I could invest in this program instead. So are you making them see that it's a priority and why they need to get this problem fixed right now and stop waiting? Stop waiting. So tell them, tell them in your content why they need to do it right now. My final point, my number eight is... Are you putting too much pressure on yourself for the outcome of the sale? Because people can sense it. If you're on a sales call and you are a little bit skint, you might have no money in the bank and you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I need this person to convert so that I can pay my credit card. That is going to come across 
as desperate. Even if you're thinking or saying, no, 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 I'm not going to be desperate, but you are really putting the pressure on for the sale, it will really come across. The person on the other side is going to feel that. So always detach yourself from the outcome. And the way that I would always go into calls would be to deliver a service. I am having a two-way conversation with somebody about something they're struggling with. I'm going to give them a few points they can take away and implement straight away. If they join my offer, that's a bonus. If not, I am no worse off than what I was before. And I want you to always think about it in that way because it removes the pressure. It removes all of the pressure because when you are putting the pressure on to convert every call to get the money in, it gets a little bit icky and everybody can sense it. The energy's a bit off. Whereas if you just go into the call with giving them advice and help and value and genuinely wanting to help this person, then that will come across. And then they are more likely to become a client of yours anyway because you are coming across like that. So in the next episode, I'm sharing quite possibly the biggest thing holding you back from your business success. Something I witness and coach my clients through a lot. And it's interesting how common this actually is. And it is an absolute showstopper. So please, please make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and we'll talk very soon.